Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NAHU Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Health Underwriters. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in the NAHU's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, The Washington Update, giving you a head start on your weekly healthcare happy hour. The National Association of Health Underwriters is less than three weeks away from officially rebranding. That's right. As of January 1st, the NAHU Healthcare Happy Hour will be the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. It's time to adopt a name that better represents our evolved role as respected advocates and thought leaders in the healthcare and benefits industry. To learn more, check out our name change page on NAHU.org or our countdown on social media. Businesses need to find, hire, and keep the best employees. They also need to simplify HR processes and make compliance and legal requirements easier. This is where iSolve comes in. On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, I'm joined by Director of Benefit Services at iSolve, Carla Adams, to discuss iSolve's 2022 employee benefit surveys and provide insight on workplace trends, the changing needs of the workforce, and the value that benefits play in helping meet employee needs. So welcome to the podcast, Carla. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you found yourself in benefit services and HCM? Yes, and thank you for having me. I'm excited to to join you and, and talk about what we're hearing in the marketplace about benefits. So I've been in the benefit space for about 18 years now. I spent time on the broker side early on. And now, as you said, I serve as the director of benefit services arm of ISOL. My focus for years has heavily been benefits compliance related. And that truly is my first love. But I find that that so neatly aligns with what I see happening overall in the benefits and HCM space. Employee engagement is a vital aspect of compliance. And the big E that we're hearing all about of late is really becoming central to benefits and the human capital management space as we move forward post-pandemic. Let's talk a little bit more about iSolved. So who does iSolved predominantly serve and what makes it stand out? So iSolved is really a leader in employee experience, offering iSolved People Cloud, HR services, and benefit services to customers, brokers, as well as our industry partners. Collectively, we serve over 145,000 employers in the U.S., and nearly five and a half million employees. And like our technology, our services seek to simplify benefits and compliance to save time. We wanna help employers reduce risk and provide a more competitive employee experience. So I would say you have a unique perspective in that your company offers both benefit and HR services and software. So in your conversation with brokers and the broader HR community, 
What would you say right now are some of the top benefit trends? So, you know, we feel like data is is vitally important if you're going to really get an idea of what's going on. And so every year I solve surveys employees about the types of benefits and employee experience that they not only want, but expect and need. You know, the great resignation has been discussed ad nauseum, but what we're really seeing now is a great re-engagement the ability to engage a workforce for improved recruiting and retention, which really ultimately drives revenue through improvements like customer experience, productivity. And at the end of the day, when employees are happy, customers are. And I'll tell you another key thing is we are seeing that benefits have never been so important. When we surveyed over a thousand full-time employees in the U.S., the findings supported this. So for example, 44% of respondents think that they have to pay too much out of pocket for benefits. 53% of employees say that their employer hasn't expanded their benefit offerings in the last year, despite it being an employee's market. And 64% of employees would consider looking for a new job due to a poor benefits enrollment experience. Clearly, as we've known for quite some time, benefits matter for talent acquisition and talent retention. But what we've seen this last year is that employees have been in the driver's seat to seek a better experience, to seek more competitive packages elsewhere at their whim. What are you seeing from your client base when it comes to the hiring trends, especially considering a potential economic downturn on the horizon? So the the big focus we're seeing an organization is doubling down on retention efforts. They're telling us that recruiting itself might slow down in the next year, but that makes the employees that you currently have even more valuable to business continuity, to creativity, consistency, and most importantly, for customer experience. HR leaders that we provide services and software to are looking for the next best step to improve employee experience or what one benefit addition can really make the difference in our employees' lives. Next year is about focusing on those impactful initiatives and what matters most to employees. You know, in that same survey of full-time employees in the U.S., for example, we found that the benefits employees want may not be the ones their employers are offering always. A little over a quarter of employees have access to discounts, for instance, things like theme parks, hotels, retail shops, and things of that nature through their employer. But there is an equal percentage of employees who do not have access to that type of benefit, but want it. And that is one of those lower cost benefits that can be offered that really with rising cost can help employees stretch a dollar. And it it means a lot to them. Count me as a a part of that quarter because I want theme park discounts. It sounds great. (laughs) I should ask NAHU about that. (laughs) So in addition to those, what are some other examples of impactful initiatives that organizations are taking next year? You know, when we look at benefits in particular, 
there are several areas to look at. So first and foremost is self-service. Not only does employee self-service free up your HR managers from answering questions or completing tasks that can be found or accomplished in an employee experience platform, but it also improves the experience of the employee as well. Think about our daily lives. We are so used to self-serving whatever it is that we need, whether it's a kiosk at a retail store, or um, I think about how well my Amazon delivery driver knows my house because I just pull up an app, I pick out what I need, I put it in the cart, purchase it, and it shows up at my house. Well, the reality is we are self-service by nature these days, and employees are looking for robust self-service options that work and work for them. You know, the ability to enroll in benefits on our own, the ability to compare packages based on what's going to come out of our paychecks, and the ability to even potentially use something like a chat bot for questions about what benefits would be best in certain circumstances. These are all things that this, this next generation of employees is going to be looking for, is going to be expecting. So I saw, for example, support self-service through a variety of different employee transactions. But one common example that many of our listeners would be familiar with is something like dependent care. Employees simply log in, see their balance, submit their request, and their reimbursement is direct deposited. It's all about what you can do to reduce friction. So if you can take that type of experience and apply it to other employee-related transactions, it's a real, real win. The second most impactful initiative, I would say, to look at uh, is when it comes to doing more with less in 2023 is compliance. With the right benefits partner, there is no reason why HR leaders should be worried about notifications and triggering events and things of that nature. There are too many resources available to get compliance under control and have a program that will help employers stay on top of benefits and HR compliance. We had a great customer testimonial recently, Crescent Community Health Center. They offloaded COBRA compliance to reduce financial risk and increase the time that they had to focus on more strategic employee experience initiatives. And the combination of a robust HCM platform combined with compliance management solutions like COBRA can make for a seamless experience where you're not having to go into multiple systems to make changes, and it really all just works well together. Their HR generalist told us, I actually don't really think about COBRA now because of the experience of the technology. And I would say that the third most impactful initiative is working with partners. HR augmentation or outsourcing portions of HR is absolutely on the rise. Another term that you may hear is fractional HR. So whether it's ASOs, PEOs, payroll providers, or HR consulting services, all of these different types of tools and services can extend a team's staff without bringing on full-time employees. 
And this will be particularly helpful for organizations that may stall hiring in 2023 to see how things shape up economically. Uh, partners can support benefit and compliance services and technology without breaking the bank, as well as those fractional HR services where an employer may need to simply outsource a portion of HR duties. So no matter what happens in 2023, businesses will need to be prepared for the unexpected. So how can companies prepare for the future of work and whatever comes next? That's how we feel. We feel the same exact way that you, you have to be prepared. However, there's really no way to truly predict what's next. But what we have to do is look at what are the absolutes. So I would say uh, first and foremost is investment in the employee experience is critical and how organizations and leaders engage their workforce is an imperative. People are at the heart of every business. And so companies must invest accordingly. You know, creating a culture of high trust and transparency can go a long way in retaining employees today. But also for the future, I think we're going to see that be even more important. And you know, that seamless digital experience that I spoke of previously, that can be a big part of delivering that experience and providing that transparency and increasing that culture of high trust. You know, we used to be okay with things not working at work, at work and at home and in other aspects of our lives. And just think about what we see in society today. People are not okay with things not working. So that's really the future of work, a compelling seamless journey with your employer that caters to who you are, what you believe in, and how you want to work. So an investment in how your business digitally operates is as critical as the type of work-life balance you're able to provide employees. Whether it's the ability to work from home a couple of days a week or take a company-sponsored yoga class during the workday, these things matter to culture and to individuals' lives. At iSolve, we have a product called Giving and Volunteering. And it's one of the first and maybe only examples of any size business being able to offer a corporate social responsibility program. Imagine that, even the smallest of businesses being able to offer that. It's a tool that allows employees to look up any nonprofit and donate their time or money to a cause that they care about. What makes it unique is that as part of our full human capital management suite, ISOLF People Cloud, the time off for volunteer hours is taken straight from the time and attendance capabilities or even the donation straight out of payroll. You know, earlier I mentioned several things from our ISOLV survey, and there were so many great data points. There was no way we could cover it all today. But I am going to share just a few more that relates to the benefits people expect at work. Nearly half of respondents said that they would likely take advantage of the ability to take charitable donations straight from their paycheck. That's a big deal. 
the ability to give back is a core part of emotional well-being. And this really does matter to employees when choosing which employer to work for and what benefits they offer. In the same survey, 70% of full-time employees said their employer should offer a comprehensive wellness package that supports their physical, mental, and financial well-being because all three of those impact their work. I think you raise a good point about financial well-being. So what are some of what are some top benefits employers are offering and and brokers should consider to address financial well-being? You know, I think that's important. I love this question. I'm going to look at it a couple of different ways. First off, core benefits matter. Reasonable deductibles for healthcare matter. And I understand that the word reasonable may differ depending on who the audience is. Dental care matters. Dependent care matters. Demands for retirement savings matter. All of those are really core to financial well-being. But employees today are looking for more than that. They truly are. When I spoke of those lifestyle discounts earlier, those are also expected in some sort of employee marketplace where they are easily accessible. But what about benefit trends and opportunities around financial wellness that are out of the box? Or they may seem out of the box today, but in the next few years, they're not going to be deemed out of the box. So for instance, Earn wage access or on-demand pay. You know, ISOL just launched our own uh, versions of these tools so customers, employees can get access to the wages they earned as soon as possible without waiting for the traditional pay cycle. And I think that there may be those that question the value of this type of benefit, but a real world example of this would be someone who perhaps can't make it to their shift because they don't have the gas money to get there. Having earned wage access ensures that they have access to their earned pay when they need it. And most employers today have employees in wide ranging financial positions. So benefits like this can make a real difference in people's lives. Other unique benefits that are topping the list of why an employee would choose an employer, and this by the way is according to our survey results, is a four-day work week, 401k matching is still coming on strong, and then unlimited PTO. Now, while those may not be typical benefits brokers advise on, supporting employees' well-being in other ways can be just as competitive. We discussed quite a bit today, and this is a ton of great information. As we wrap up our discussion, all this being said, what would you say is going to be the biggest trend in benefits in 2023? You want me to make a prediction? Okay, that's a great question. And if I had to choose just one, it would be convenience. We, we discussed self-service earlier, but it's really about self-service for everybody involved. Self-service for brokers, for HR managers, for employees. We all want to get what we need when we need it without waiting. When it comes to electing benefits, enrolling in benefits, using benefits, employees want to be in control. So I would say investing in a digital first approach to benefits and even compliance monitoring will be a key factor for a successful 
2023. It is now time for the NAU Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So, Carla, who are we toasting to this week? I want to toast benefits and insurance professionals who've had to expand their knowledge base so far beyond traditional benefits in recent years and serve employers who are looking to them for input on everything from compliance to technology, payroll, and so much more. You're out there killing it every day. And here's to an awesome 2023. Cheers! Thank you for joining us for the NAHU Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Health Underwriters. For more information on NAHU's government affairs efforts or to become a member, visit NAHU.org.